Well, all root, well, all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here we are. Here we are. The Gank and Shank podcast. How you doing, Paul? I'm good, Eric. How are you? I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. Um, For any anybody listening, as if there is actually anybody listening, we just, <clears throat> I think we just need to qualify this, <clears throat> that this could be one of the worst podcasts you're ever going to listen to. So I want you to just have a little bit of patience and, and understanding with us. Uh, hopefully you'll, you'll, we'll, we'll We'll, we'll improve with time. Yeah, I think I think that's I think that's the overall objective. I don't know. I'm, I've probably stated this in previous episodes, but uh, we're going under the dictum that you know anything worth doing uh, is worth doing poorly at first. It certainly and, is. And getting better as you go. Yeah, uh, I, I I did order a book off of Amazon. I, I, I had to go with Audible because I'm just so terrible at actually reading anything. It's called Get Started First. And like that, that, that might even be the title of it. The theme is just get started, then get better as you go. Exactly. Yeah. I think trying to do things, waiting to do something until you're perfect at it and then giving it a go, that's just not going to happen. No. It's not going to happen. No, so not in any walk of life. No, especially not in any artistic walk of life, which is what we're kind of trying to embrace here. So, uh, artistry yeah. being <laughs> talking. Well, it, it 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 is an art. I, 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 I think, think it probably is. It's, it's definitely not a science. Yeah, because there, there's there's cer- there, there's certainly no plan here, and there's certainly no schematic, and there's no there's no there's no rules to follow. But uh, I guess if you can get your hands on a on a few hundred quids worth of gear, uh, you're you, ready to rock. You're you're ready to rock, and I think uh, I don't know. I think everyone's got something to say. And it's just kind of figuring out what what that might be, and uh, and putting it out there, and 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 why the hell not? Exactly. Are we almost like uh, like graffiti artists? There's they have they have no right to just spray paint randomly like on the sides of buildings, but why not? Why, exactly. Why not? Ex- exactly. So what about Banksy? <sighs> Shout out to Banksy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So well, he's he's an inspiration to us all, and and this is our little way of. Just spray painting the side up of, of something. Yeah, yeah. Um, Eric, tell me this: how how did you get into podcasting? How? Ooh. Um. Well, a little bit of background. I was always uh a, always a fan of uh, just, I guess FM radio from from early years. You know, even like age eleven, twelve, got my first clock radio, whatever, and started coming across various DJs who not just played music but you know offered quite a bit of quite a bit of verbiage I don't think verbiage is a word verbage (laughs) content and you know where you'd have like 20-30 minutes of there's no music playing but you'd hear you just hear some you'd hear some good random bollocks yeah and and I thought that was fascinating and just I think what were their names uh there was this was in Chicago this was Steve Dahl and uh, he had a he had a partner, Gary Meyer, and the thought. I mean, you, when you're like when you're 12, 13, you're starting to kind of like try to formulate your little picture of the world, and and the thought that you could you could be sitting somewhere and just talking a bit of rubbish, playing and, a bit of music, playing a bit of music, and you're working. I think the average shift was about four hours a day. <clears throat> that seemed like a reasonable, reasonable like goal. Yeah, that's it, it's like what's it what's it really missing. It seems to be ticking all the boxes, so that was that was definitely something that attracted me to radio. Generally, podcasting, 
Well, God, when did podcasts really start? Ten years ago? Ten years ago, maybe. Ten years ago. I probably stumbled across a few here and there and in, in format fairly similar. I don't know. Kind of attracted me. Um I don't I don't think you can you can really talk podcasts without shouting out to uh to Mr. Rogan. Yeah. Yeah. Who you know has has inspired so many, so many podcasts out there. Probably like a third of the podcasts out there. Once once Joe Rogan came out and said, "Listen, you can have a podcast about kind of anything. You don't yeah. need a sponsor. You don't really need structure. Uh, you can do whatever you want." And people, I think, I think that kind of opened the doors. Yeah, he talks. Um, and a couple that I've watched recently. He can go from MMA to depression in like a sentence, and it's a it's a very high art form that that people like Joe Rogan have. Uh, dude, it's it's uh it's an eclectic mix, but then you know isn't isn't the human experience a bit of that? You know, people aren't um, one dimensional in any way, shape, or form. Everything that you do involves you know multiple aspects of. Your background, who you are, your experiences, what you've done, people you've you've met over the years. So yeah, maybe maybe it's best not to approach things in too uh, too clinical of a way. I don't or, know, or a scripted way <laughs> at all. Uh, no, scripts are for losers. Scripts yeah, are, yeah, scripts yeah. are for losers. <laughs> maybe we'll regret that. Well, <laughs> in all fairness, didn't uh. Did Michelangelo kind of like when he, when he did the Sistine Chapel? Didn't he have he had some kind of like tool where he kind of like had little dotted lines? He kind of he did kind of sketch it all out. He didn't like freehand it. He didn't yeah. he didn't just wing it, I suppose. So there's probably something to a bit of structure. Yeah, we have structure. Yeah, we have structure. We we get we get together almost the same time, almost every same day each week. Yeah, that's a bit of structure. That's definitely a bit of structure. Uh, we're in the same venue. We're in the same venue. We're in the same venue. We assume we use the same equipment, although it improves. It improves slightly as we go. Yeah, the the it's a lot better having headphones to work out the sounds and how your voice sounds. Oh yeah, we were uh, we were tracking levels on on a wonderful Apple laptop and with various <coughs> software packages, and it did take a good what 20, 30 minutes to. Set up really, really get something going, and a uh, little shout out to Zoom, yeah, uh, for providing us with whatever that little pizza kit is. It's about the size of an old phone, I would say, and uh, it seems to do the work of of all that stuff in in one piece. Unfortunately, it does pick up a lot of sounds. So, um, are you saying no farting? Is that yeah, is yeah, that, no farting. I'm trying not to burp or sneeze because I do have a little bit of a cold. Be classy. Um, it's a classy operation we've got here. Yeah, it it sounds quite. It sounds quite different than the last podcast. Yeah, did. yeah. For anybody listening out there, this is being done from a fairly rundown two bedroom gaff, like in the middle of nowhere. So, yeah, location is not is not the issue, people. Should never stop you. Yeah, maybe not your bathroom. Definitely not a public bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would definitely lean against. I would definitely <laughs> lean against that. <laughs> anytime, anytime you can see two sets of legs sitting out from underneath one stall. Yeah, it ne- it never leaves a good impression. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, definitely not. Absolutely not. Uh, so, so what did Gary Meyer get up to, and with um? The other guy. Oh, it's with Steve Dahl. Uh, and 
dude, these, 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 this was probably the beginning of the, of the warpage of my mind. Um, what did they get through together specifically? They, uh, Steve was a bit of a, um, uh, an early adopter of kind of like the Al Yankovic kind of parody songs. Oh. And they had a little band called Teenage Radiation. Um, they used to do quite a bit of like piss takes on, on contemporary news items, things and so forth. We can maybe put some links in there uh, in, in the show notes. Uh, some of Steve Dahl and Teenage Radiation's greatest hits. Uh, he's probably most well-known if you Googled him, and I haven't Googled him in a, in a while. He was uh, responsible for a lovely, um, I don't know if you're too familiar with American baseball. We, You know, like there's halftime with American football? Yeah. Well, there's a seventh-inning stretch with baseball, and what he had negotiated was that he was going to do a little um, display during the seventh-inning stretch of, a, I think it was a Chicago Sox game, <clears throat> and, and basically gave it the name of Disco Demolition, and the, this is about 1979. We, we generally had about enough of disco. And basically what he'd gotten is thousands and thousands of disco albums and blew them up. Superb. Blew them up basically in the middle of Comiskey Park going on a good tangent. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was off on a tangent. But we yeah. do need comfort breaks. Um, Absolutely. Anywho. Until the catheters come in. Yeah. Then yeah. we're going to be totally <laughs> yeah. sorted. Or did the pain thing i'm not sure i could do it no 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 no. these are these again the texas catheter has a nice fit over yeah method yeah. and we'll just run that to a couple leg bags a universal size what is uh, it a univer- I, you share the same I, one <laughs> in all fairness i haven't researched it really that i'm thinking texas so maybe they might be on the large side well, we'll everything's do, bigger in texas is it that's why i hear what we'll do a pause i suppose if it's a big size you can't miss would it would, would it help if i just brought a couple buckets in yeah, Would, is that is that the way forward, or we could run some hoses our, out the window? Tie rubber bottoms. Tie. I'm not getting the visual uh, on no, those. No, no. Um, it's good for radio. So Barry Gordy, we were talking about. Ab- absolutely, um, absolutely. Um, and and although he did, um, <clears throat> maybe his business practices aren't the most commendable as far as the artists are concerned. Um, we got we got to. I think we got to throw a little bit of that in. But yeah. uh, you know his, his the contribution to Motown and so forth is is you know it's unprecedented. So anyways. like, Smokey Robinson, Holy Crud, Stevie Wonder, Stevie Wonder, Jackson Five, the Four Sup- Tops, the Supremes, yeah, Sam Cooke, yeah. Uh, going going a little bit more, maybe a little bit more contemporary for our younger listeners. Uh, Lionel Richie, originally with the Commodores. Are you familiar with his? <laughs> Uh, 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 please, we're going to put some links to some old Commodores music videos. You've got, you've got to, you got to see the costumes. And anyone who hasn't like pursued the whole, f- the origin of funk, <laughs> it's it, it's a beautiful thing. It's, the, the costumes alone are, are are worth the watch. Yeah. But like the the epilepsy and stuff on the almost like a a silken military kind of. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know what that was. It was kind of marching band meets Thanks. disco meets. Don't know, but the and and the and the afros are worth it as well. God, the eighties were horrible, weren't they? As as has anybody not been to like an initial like, let's call it a high school dance, maybe an eighth grade dance, where you're sitting there having like your first like slow dances with a girl, and they put they put some Lionel Richie on. Oh, they yeah. put like still, or or once, twice, three times a lady. Oh my god! Oh come on now, come on now, who? Who didn't like almost touch their first girl's ass? 
listening to a Lionel Richie song. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was, it was the only way oh. you were going to get away with it. And that, and that was the key. So shout out to Lionel Richie. Um, you know, God bless you, sir. You, you, I can st- still crystal clear memories. Still wonderful. Yeah, actually, Detroit's a lot to answer for, it, but you could go right to like a virgin. Uh, Madonna, Madonna's Detroit, definitely. I, isn't she? Uh, I, I mean, you can't you can't really fault her completely. I I can't say past the first. I mean, obviously, when she came out, I was what I was probably about sixteen, seventeen. And the, the, the marketing and the image that she was portraying at the time had a certain... Um, Playboy vis- feel? Vi- yeah, vis- <laughs> visceral appeal, <laughs> let, 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 let's call it. But I, I don't know. I, I, can't, I can't... Yeah. Madonna, I'm not taking anything away from you, but I, I, I can't say that I've ever owned a Madonna album. I can definitely say that. Oh, I have? Yeah. yeah. Well, then you're, you're one up on me. In, which, one, which one did you buy? I don't know. The- Whatever, like a virgin. I have okay, so you, a clue. Okay, so this would. I did have quite a big record collection. And and fair play to you, fair play to you. But you were just thinking. In fact, I think that's where all my money went. And at one point in those times, you're whatever it was. You buy so many bad records. Whatever the cost was at the time, the the, the four quid you had to pop out. Like you, it's not like now where you can listen to a bit of music, then like listen to a lot of music and then you make the choice of what, what are we talking we're we talking about like 1986 1987 are we talking vinyl or are we talking cds vinyl, vinyl. all right and um there, there weren't like headphone booths where you could check out a few songs first no yeah well you had to listen you had to hear it on the radio didn't you yeah there was yeah, no other yeah. if it did, wasn't on the radio you were not going to get exposed to it and and also like don't forget you could also have a really good single and then an album with like garbage. Did you have a bunch of singles? Did you own a bunch of singles? I did have a few singles. Did you have one of those like little boxes that held just like singles by themselves? I, I don't think it did. No, that's good. I don't think I could afford one of them. Fair enough. So that would have been another single. I could did, have did you have a series of like milk crates? That held like like all your vinyls. <laughs> I'm not sure what a milk crate is in a, the UK compared to the US. A milk crate, a, a large plastic yeah, box of yeah, some sort yeah. that just happened to fit record albums in there in an orderly fashion. Yeah, stuff that people would throw out. Basically, some kind some kind of organization system. Yeah, clean it up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I I don't know what the tech. I never had a large vinyl collection, and even even when CDs came out, I was at college, so there was no cash to be thrown around on on cds did you did you start a massive cd collection as well mm, i have a lot of cds what's a what's I, a lot what's a lot of cds oh like thousands but Jesus. um i made the mistake because it's it, it was taking up so much space like cds were taking up some girl went out with nicked all my albums but cds um it's not the way people <laughs> yeah CDs, um, I made the mistake of throwing out all the covers and just keeping the actual CD in those, like... what well, jewel case cases or whatever thing. they're called, yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever they're called. Um, but you still had the spine with the oh, name. No, but it's a disaster because, like, I would go into HMV or 
whatever record shop you choose to go mm. into, the HMB is no longer with us, I don't think. Um, are there record shops? Uh, CD Johns. Yeah, you can still Jersey, buy. Yeah. You can still buy something at. So, uh, they um. I wouldn't know if I had certain albums. Why were you Why were you getting rid of the sleeve bit? Because it took up so much space. That was like... No, no, the extra little piece of paper that has the picture of the record album and, you know, maybe details of the songs that are featured. Yeah, no, I got rid of all you that. Had, you had to pitch that because that one piece of paper was increasing the overall thickness of the item. <laughs> Eric, it wasn't... An, I didn't say it was... An acceptable level. Come okay, on. fair enough. So it just lashed them all out, thinking I'll never forget what they are. But over about the period of six months, you forget what every one of those are. And I can remember, actually, someone said to me, have you got the new Kasabian album? Kasabian are from Leicester, I think, in the UK. Shout Steve Gully. Go uh, and, um, yeah, exactly. And the albums, I can't remember what the album's called, but I had to go in the HMV and actually open the cd cover and went oh no yeah i've got that <laughs> it's a really good album <laughs> was there no kind of system did you not have a log book somewhere no i've got google now so it all worked out in the end just took about did you have all these cds in some kind up. of alphabetical order where you could no had some kind of reference no so no, you're no whatever your eminem sitting right next to your madonna album and <laughs> The one Madonna album. The one Madonna album that could have been, I don't know, maybe there's some kind of, uh, that was in the Detroit section of the shelving unit. <laughs> yeah, that's so, how it worked. Yeah, exactly. I, I, you know, Detroit. You, I think that's an incredible testimony to your, your very open-minded and unbiased, like all the music should just all be together. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that. Yeah, I like it's it. easy. It, it is easy, unless you're looking for something specifically. Yeah, then you end up buying it. Now... I would say I've got tons of so I spend about fifty quid a month on iTunes. I would reckon. Good then. And the one thing, my it's a minor criticism, is artists obviously go to extraordinary lengths and worry and whatever to put songs in a particular. Yeah, yeah. Like particular order sure on their album and with itunes that's completely gone yeah I'm, I'm, i don't know what the exact formula was but there's always seemed like like the first song in the album was like pretty much going to be like a hit yeah. so there was a bit of a hook so you kind of like you got into it it's like okay right i'm definitely in behind this and so you're in that kind of good mood so when you get in song number two probably not quite as good you know you could still kind of share some of that good feeling and it would drag you through the album kind of like with peaks and valleys yeah so on and so forth and maybe like a surprise second hit somewhere in there track four is always the best song yeah, on so any album something along these lines we should test that theory next week we're gonna take time off you're, you're the, the 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 man of a thousand albums no i've I got think. a lot of albums and a lot of songs and, and whatnot but um uh I think we need to qualify the the intensity in ten cities because we've started with Detroit, or we will start with Detroit next week. I think like this is a bit of an intro and tune in next week if you thought it wasn't half bad. Uh, if you think Detroit needs a two part 
series so we can give proper props yeah. out, to, out to the music of modern day Detroit yeah. as, as well as, as I, I, guess, I guess where we leave off more or less Madonna. Uh, and the thing is, do we extend it to the whole state? So do we say Michigan so we can include Ann Arbor and... I, th- I think that, I think we do. I think that would make for it's our show. We can do. It, God, God damn, we can. So, but does that have to follow on for other themes? Do we have to like do? If you're going to do Los Angeles, you have to do California. Yeah, you do California yeah. generally. Maybe the only city we'll limit it to is New York. How when we when we come across the pond over to the UK, how are we going to segregate that up? Oh, we'll just do that in one big thing. Are you sure? Oh yeah. You sure Liverpool's not going to need like its own element? And... See, if you do that, then you got to do Manchester. Dude, you're, you're going to have to educate me. Well, well, we can. I can educate you when we do that. That the is show. true. All right, we'll take it one step at a time. Um, but, like for example, in Michigan, especially like relatively recently, there's a little place called Frankenmuth. Is that how you say it? I I can only assume. I'm Where, sure the Frankenmuthians would be would be willing to correct us on this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if anybody yeah. wants to, anyone yeah, wants to log in. If we get anyone from Frankenmuth listening, I will. I'll do one of those pain challenges. Uh, I'll, I'll. There you go. I'll send them a Yank and Shank T-shirt. Maybe that's how we get more listeners. I I don't think that's. I don't think that's the way to go about it. I think there's got to be a better way than ex- experiencing excruciating pain. But we could lie on on a podcast. Well, now you just put that out there, so see, I wouldn't do that. You, you've taken away our our our, our believability <laughs> on that one. I mean, <coughs> what most of the listeners don't know, I have been doing this entire podcast with a baseball bat shoved up my ass the entire <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah. It helps me focus. Yeah, and keeps me from like farting. And I've got it's one in my hand. Nice. Um, but uh, yeah, I think we can say Detroit, but it has to be the whole state area. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's fair because even 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 talking about a topic like Motown, yes, this music was produced out of Motown. Their offices were Motown, but I'm fairly sure not every single one of those artists were. Not, I mean, the Jacksons I know for a fact grew up in Gary, Indiana. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's not like. This, there was something in the water in Detroit, and all the all these all these kids grew up to be incredible artists. <clears throat> they were all brought to Motown basically for production purposes, and I guess that's why we're signifying Detroit, yeah, in in, in that area. Yeah. So yeah, in all fairness, so well then backing up. So what is yeah. the what is the goddamn criteria really? So, so do you have to be, have been born in in no, Michigan? No, no. So how's, how, how's that work? It's kind of let's just go Detroit, Michigan. And if you're good enough, you get in, you know. I, th- I think that's fair. At, at least all the bands. And that, it's only our opinion. All the bands that we're going to feature have at least played in Detroit, Michigan at yeah. one at one <laughs> yeah. point in time. So let's, for, i tell you why I'm struggling with Detroit, because what we kind of agreed would be you would cover the early music. Yep. And without kind of looking into it, I said, okay, you do up to about 1990. Mm. And from 1990 on, I am really struggling with Detroit, apart from the White Stripes. Um, okay. And I've gone the extraordinary lengths. I've listened to 
like a lot of out there music. So I've gone to SoundCloud, I've gone to the other bloody poorer relatives of SoundCloud. And and new music in Detroit is quite hard to find. Okay. Um there's some music there, but when you extend it to like the Michigan area You're probably better off. Yeah. Well, I'm obviously a Greta Van Fleet are from Frankenmouth. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Go on. And so that's quite a new band, but because that new band sound a little bit like Rush, yep. they also sound a little bit like Led Zeppelin. Yep. I could talk f- about them for about an hour. What a, what a, if you get where my drift, because of the influence other music has had on them, because as kids they were listening to probably John Lee Hooker, for example... Well, yeah, well, I, I think that's kind of, that would be almost kind of a good way to kind of tie it all in together where you have the blues, influences the Motown, influences the early rock and roll, influences even bands coming out today who are still giving, giving little shout outs back to, back to the, back to the roots. Yeah. And so, I like, for example, I read something recently mm-hmm. that I wasn't really expecting to read, but it was about how many lyrics Robert Plant had used from early blues. Oh, yeah. Well, so, like, John Lee Hooker, etc., etc. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting Jimmy Page to be influenced by it all. But I wasn't expecting the singer. Does that sound stupid? <sighs> well, and on one small tangent, I'm a little disappointed with... The, the relative recent revelations about a lot of Led Zeppelin music, having having, a little, having, having borrowed from from some other artists, but at the end of the day, isn't isn't art? Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of kind of cumulative. Doesn't it have to kind of pay a little bit of homage to what's Absolutely. come before? Yeah, yeah, totally. Because is it being snobbish or a bit like that? You want everything reinvented. You don't reinvent wheels and whatever, and don't, you don't reinvent music. I don't think he, I think, I think, whatever you got, like Brahms, Mozart, I mean, there's going to be influences. One, one doesn't exist without the other having, having preceded it. Yeah. You know, Mozart didn't just like wake up out of a, out of a sleep. like, I got an idea and just start banging out these 19 piece symphonies. No, there was, there was something else that kind of went before. It was kind of similar. Yeah. That little riff. Yeah. Mozart used in this. It's pretty damn close, but a little bit different. I mean, I think all art kind of has an element of that, whether yeah. whether it's painting, music, whatever you have, technology even. Everything's like, well, what we had was good, but here I've done a little bit of a change on this. Is is is, is the Samsung whatever nine, you know, yeah. blasphemy next to next to the Apple iPhone? It's no. like that's a blatant ripoff. But yeah. is, is it is it a bad thing? No. I don't know. It encourages Apple to get better each year. It's 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 it, I don't think it's a negative. It encourages people to do something different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so punk rock was a rebellion against all that. It didn't matter that it used three bar blues. It didn't or four bar blues, God's sake. Um it didn't matter that that that, that happened. The 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 thing about it was let's try and do something different. But it wasn't extraordinarily. Oh no 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 different. no no and and I'm I'm going to make a little bit of point here. Um, I'm just going to toss out the term Yoko Ono, 
in that this is one artist that did try to come out with some some music that was unlike anything the world had ever heard before. And quite frankly, it was absolutely horrid. Yeah. You can't just like go, you know, I'm just going to try something no one's ever done before. And it's because I got kind of a feel. And I think, you know, it's something that kind of appeals to me personally. And I think other people might like it. Well, that's probably not the best approach. I wouldn't just yeah. I wouldn't just start screaming random things into a microphone and trying to pass that off as a new music style. I think that was a bit that's probably a bad move. Yeah. Yeah. But arguably a few years later then Bjork came along. <laughs> Maybe been influenced. Maybe she learned a little bit of a lesson to try to yeah. sneak a little bit of let's put it this way, in that vast music collection of yours that probably could take up an entire living room wall. Any Yoko Ono albums in there? There's no Yoko Exactly one. my point. Yeah. Exactly my point. No, but the whole point, I guess, of what we're talking about is to, to try and get the cream of music and say, right, and it's not to say be influenced by these guys. Cream Magazine, made and published in Detroit. Yeah, oh. there yeah. you go. <laughs> but But it is to say... If you're going to be influenced by anyone, be influenced by the likes of... If you're a rock band, be influenced by Led Zeppelin, ACDC, Rush, whoever. Yeah, yeah. Beatles, Rolling And Stones, then become yeah. Greta Van Fleet. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and I guess, in my selfish way, that's what I want to hear. I want to hear bands that are influenced by like the best bands. You're not going to be influenced by the worst bands, are you? Um, only is is a what not to do. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we want to avoid that, like the plague. So, how can we best capture this in in a in a format friendly manner for for the listener out there? Well, I would say let's talk about our ten biggest influences in the Detroit area. Mm-hmm. Then let's talk about our ten biggest influences. In, influences even in the chicago area interesting new york area los angeles uk france could we do france uh i'd have to do a bit of research on that yeah we could definitely do canada do some canada maybe even break it down to montreal i don't know i'm not familiar with canada's complete contribution to the to the rock and roll world, I'm sure there's quite a bit. Oh, there's lots. Like I'm sure there's quite. There's I'm sure lots. there's quite a bit. I don't know if I've, I've ever. You know, they got that funny accent up there in Canada, so it's it's hard for. And even even the Beatles in the early days would often sing in that American tone. Yeah. So it's hard for me to tell a Canadian band right off the bat. I can't. Auto, <laughs> I can't automatically go. Those are Canadians. <coughs> I can tell the difference. And then we can go down under. Talk about the Aussies, yep. New Zealand. Japan, China. Holy crud! Yeah, this exactly. is going to be. You're going to make. I'm going to have to do some reading. Yeah, I think on this. So Listen next week, you listening. We will start with our top ten in Detroit. Have we agreed? Uh, that's fine. Then, where would you like to move to geographically after that? Well, somewhere easy. I, I think I, New I York. Guess, I guess New York would probably be. Good choice. I mean, you can just think of New York Dolls right off the top of the bat. Punk, a lot of punk movement coming out of there. Yeah, and in the more modern kind of Lana Del Rey, who is referred to as Lana Del Lols sometimes. Um, 
dude, not to mention the tremendous uh, rap industry. Yeah, coming out of coming out of the uh, East Coast. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So that has to be attached. Um, Public Enemy being. Well, the, the definitely gonna have to be featured. I actually listened to Chuck D record from about 2016, but only about a month ago. And I was going, whatever happened to Chuck D? And then this song came on. And I was like, oh, he hasn't gone away. That's flipping amazing. And it was like total proper. Like it brought me back. It was like a, like you were talking about earlier. It was like a, it brought me back to being about 20. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was like, what? And it was just, but it was new. And it wasn't like all, all the old stuff overproduced yeah yeah it was really new nice it was good all right fair enough so are we, are, we, are we bringing things to a close for today i think we're bringing things things to a close that's fine do you think you can things. salvage some content out of this out of this sash i, th- I think i can I, I think because i'm naturally lazy i'll be salvaging all the content out of it nice nice it's 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 kind of like the slap it against the wall and see who listens kind of approach yeah yeah it's very pure um yeah it should be fairly fairly raw <laughs> i would think a lot of bathroom noises a lot of coughing dude it's 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 we're, we're trying to be as real as possible and i think i think the toilet and coughing is is part yeah, of what makes well, it real i did almost i i actually can't laugh today because when i laugh i cough um but we could put it off for another week and then put it off for another and then we'd never do it no, no. So, no. so we'll have to like just go right. That's us. Yeah, yeah. And this is going online, and forever we can be tortured by whatever stupidness we've said. Uh, any but any listeners out there who have any, I don't know, ideas, inclinations, but anything, even semi-creative that they would like to pursue, um, I would like to recommend the book War of Art. It's quite a nice little piece. Um, it's a fairly easy read. It's a little on the heavy side, but basically <laughs> it approaches a lot of nice topics about like, again, just bringing it back to kind of doing something, but not maybe necessarily being great at it initially and just realizing that you just kind of have to do it and and you can't expect perfection right off the bat. It makes a lot of references to writing and basically like a lot of stuff you're initially going to write is it's for the waste paper basket, but you've got to get in the habit of just doing it, setting a time to do it, and and it, and it is a process. It's you can't just wait for magical inspiration no, to, to be no. the absolute perfect time. So, the perfect time to get something started is is pretty much now. Yeah, and and just get on with it. And um, seeing as we're are we recommending books? Um, it, we can recommend anything we like. Yeah, it's our show, isn't it? It is. It um, is. No sponsors. Well, I, I did buy Eric a book recently called Some, and it is definitely worth a read. I thought you were opening it there to, to I, have a read. I, I was just going to set that to the side for a moment. But um, it's 40 stories from the afterlife, and they're all about a page each, so even I've managed to read most of it. Easy read. Yeah, it's a very good book. Did you make it through War of Art yet? I'm about halfway through. Are you about halfway through? I'm about halfway through it. (laughs) (laughs) It's very good. Look out for the resistance, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The resistance is your enemy. It's all in your head. It is all in your head. It's all in your head. You gotta sort that shit out. Yeah. Yes. Stingless bee.
something like that. Yeah. All right, Paul. Thanks for thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, thank you, Eric. And, and uh, anybody thank who's you listening? for the gaff. Hey, if know, anyone has a professional studio, we'd be more than happy to go around to their house. Yeah, yeah. Even even a room that that's just not dedicated to anything else for you know an indefinite period of time. Yeah, that would be that would be great. But uh, think, dude, we're making progress week on week here. Yeah, we are. We are. So, yeah, we'll be happy with that and and look forward to the next step forward. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>